0: Hello and welcome to Alan and Gary's Two Bearded Men podcast with me, Alan. And me, Gary. Okay, the format of this podcast is we go away, find an article that takes our fancy, do a little bit of research and bring it to the table for discussion. So, over to Gary.
1: Hi, my uh, subject for this week is uh, called Brain Cloud. Now, um, this is something you might have seen before, like in The Matrix where they sit in the chair and they get plugged in and um access all information uh, wouldn't that be good
0: that'd be brilliant that would because you could surf the internet while you're working and nobody would know <laughs> <laughs> yeah can you imagine you're like, are you working? Of course I'm working, Luke.
1: <laughs> or you could go and take a pub quiz and win every time.
0: Yeah, that would. Well, as so long as you didn't use Wikipedia, <laughs> <laughs> unless the the pub master quiz, pub master, the quiz master. Excuse me for a rustling paper. I'm I'm being very
1: tidy. You're yeah. tidying. Well, I'm, around, like, I'm shifting stuff. You're multitasking. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to talk and. Think and move at and the same time. And it's been recorded.
1: You've been caught multitasking. <laughs> so you know I've knocked that you off. Kind of knock
0: things over at the same time. It's yeah, that was me knocking things off a shelf.
1: Yeah, well, um, they have uh, in the process of... Well, this has been in the... Obviously, this has been like a, a thing that everybody would like to do, and this has been on everybody's radar for many, many years. <clears throat> in fact, they have managed to do a... Uh, uh brain to brain transfer of information. Really? They yeah, have, yeah, but
0: uh, is, yeah. yeah. What did they transfer? Did you research that?
1: I didn't research the actual uh things that they transferred, to be honest. Um so you could transfer thoughts over? It's. I think it's a. Yeah, basically, but it's it's basic stuff. It's basic signals. Well, so. that, that's good for that's good
0: for uh, the uh, CIA because you don't need to touch anybody anymore. You can just yeah. plug in and <laughs> and wait. From think about what they've done.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, this is not quite so advanced at the moment, uh, but yeah. But uh, can
0: you mention that if uh, you know, just in police interviews? Did you do it? No.
1: Of course, I did it. my head. <laughs> yeah, you're lying. You don't have yeah. to tell us it anyway. We can see it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this has been in um, you know, a proper studies. Uh, so it says uh, started in t- y- two thousand. Uh, researchers at Berkeley using have been developing um, nanotechnology. So there's there's a company who's I've uh, been trying to develop nanobots. I mean, this you hear about this in science fiction movies and stuff like this. But, well,
0: it's you know. actually science fact, isn't it? Because yeah. I've seen them. Uh, <clears throat> they use, they creating they've got little nanobots that they can put in your eye and target very, very specific blood vessels and inject mm. uh, medicine to a very specific area and it has been shown to, in certain eye diseases where the capillaries are Closing up to repair sight, and also they're looking at uh, taking bee venom and putting it in nanobots and putting that into your blood supply and getting training or or teaching your nanobots to attack cancer cells. Just basically kill the cells at cellular level, Mm. basically pop them with bee venom.
1: So, this looks like a promising technology, and uh, the way this is supposed to work is they get. injected into the or, uh distributed around the brain because different areas of the brain do different things and uh, uh for different uh functions and stuff like that right and so these are supposed to be a uh, communicate wirelessly and with uh, a, oh. a cloud service kind of thing that'd
0: be bizarre i mean i swear just signals out there. just imagine it's a but machine AI, they have to learn what you what's actually happening.
1: Interpret, yeah. yeah. The signals, I wonder
0: what what would what would
1: be use the use of it though. I mean, why, why not? Why why? Uh, just imagine, uh, right? You need to go and learn something. You know, it could uh, help. Uh, there'd be military uses, no doubt, and this is probably where yeah. it all stems from. But uh, you know, you want to learn a new skill. Well, you don't have to spend years trying to
0: as long as it's a mental skill yeah <laughs> like
1: learning a new language yeah. or
0: something yeah 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 that'd be good yeah, that would really be good actually yeah if you'd learn a language when you're asleep
1: yeah that'd be yeah. good yeah wake up and you would be all knowing yeah well maybe not all knowing no, <laughs> no
0: more <laughs> it'd be nice yeah.
1: also uh, eventually um, it talks about again it's brain to brain transference and if you can do that wirelessly without even picking up. You could pick up your phone, you can write a text and do stuff like that. Imagine being able to just do it by thought.
0: Yeah, see, that's just one step away from the very rich people transferring the brain before they die <laughs> and putting themselves in a the machine and then hijacking somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and wiping the brain and living again.
1: Yeah. Well, there lies another horror. (laughs) Uh, Of course, uh, these things are quite often abused as well as you know advances.
0: Of course, yeah. I mean, the ethics of it as well. I suppose the ethics are going to come into it, but it would be good for uh, to be able to repair or re-educate. Your brain when you've had that brain damage and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I I'm would imagine these work. would help in in that set scenario.
0: Yeah, or transfer skills to different set of your brain or whatever, mm. if possible.
1: As long as the uh, the don't start malfunctioning and overheating them, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and all of a sudden, ah, oh, half your brain. Sneeze gone. and they all come out. <laughs> Yeah, so um uh, this has obviously been something that's been going around for many years as well and uh, it was told that uh, Benjamin Franklin applied electric current to his brain in the hope that um uh that that would uh spark some something of I don't know what he was trying to do but he yeah, probably
0: spark pain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this is something which uh he used to do to It's Frankenstein, pain. isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh... Mary Shelley. We've always known that electric is useful for all sorts of things. and Mm. It's just how you use, you know, it's all about the use of power elements and stuff like that.
0: Okay. So that's my... uh, Yeah, so brainwashing by nanobots. Or brain teaching by nanobots. Now what I've got... Sorry, I'm just looking at all my bits of paper here. What I've brought to the table is ah yes, the EU are planning to block. Sorry, I'll rephrase that because I got it wrong. The UK is trying to block the EU. Uh, EU's plan to stop countries changing the clocks, British Summer town and British Mean Time. Mm. So I got all intrigued with that because actually it's something that's annoyed me for years. Why we change the clock? You no, know, and all you ever get told is oh, well, school children are going to school in the dark. And the farmers and I never understood the farmers bit because what difference does it make if they're plowing a field at eight o'clock and they've got 12 hours or they're plowing it at seven o'clock and they've got 12 hours it's the same length of daylight isn't it so they just get a line
1: yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah.
0: I mean it's pretty difficult to well, when you've got young kids, you try and tell them the clocks have changed and you've got to stay in bed for another hour. <laughs> or you've got to get up an hour earlier.
1: Yeah. I've always uh, thought a little bit bizarre, but... Um, yeah,
0: I've got a solution to it. Everybody's arguing about moving it forward and an hour or even moving it forward two hours and leaving it. I reckon they should just move it half an hour and give up. Half the difference. Yeah, just move it half an hour. I don't know why nobody's... Ever thought of that? Probably have thought of it. Probably some great scientific reason. <laughs> so I started looking into uh, where um, daylight savings time came from. And uh, Benjamin Franklin's name came up. He did not invent daylight saving time. Though he definitely had some daylight saving time uh, adjacent ideas, apparently. Oh. When he was in Paris, he reckoned that he changed it. Uh Oh, the story here is that in 1784, we woke up at 6am and he was astonished to see light streaming through the window. Yeah, but he was a bit of a thingy. But anyway, he didn't invent it. The person that invented it was a British architect named William Willett. He invented it. And what reason he invented it, it was was basically he used to get up very, very early in the morning. Go for a ride because he could afford a horse. He obviously had a lot of money, Uh, you know. Yeah, and he realised that when he was riding his horse, it was light outside, and he was also the only one up. And like Franklin, he thought it was a waste of perfectly good sunlight. So instead of it, so it dawned on him. Instead of getting everybody up with a cannon, if you move the clocks forward, and he suggested moving it twenty minutes every Sunday in April at 2am, and then move the clocks back with 20 minutes every Sunday in September, he argued it would get people outside and exercising, and it would save on electricity, gas and candles. And he estimated it would save $200 million.
1: Well, I mean, uh, you've always got to have a good justification for bringing something in, and uh, mm-hmm. saving money is usually quite big. In any kind of uh, yeah. criteria, really, isn't
0: it? Yeah, but it's that bit where all oh, people go out and exercise. No, they've just got work. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And the people that opposed it were the farmers. <laughs> yeah. And then Daylight Saving times was actually brought in in the First World War, and it was the Germans that brought it in first. And after, basically, they brought it in uh, it kicked off at 11 pm on Sunday, th- April the 30th, 1916, and it ended up to 1 am on Sunday, the 1st of October. Austro Hungary, Holland, Denmark, and Sweden followed. UK finally got on board in May 1916, and several other countries followed Europe. So it was basically the Germans did it just to save energy in the armaments factories. And again, farmers. I ain't really bothered about it, apparently. Okay, and after the war-, war ended, farmers began to lobby aggressively to repeal the daylight savings time. Which, again, it's, it's going into that um, myth that it's for farmers and for school children walking to school. Yeah. Farmers never wanted it. It's just a thing. Um, and I'm just reading through what little bits I've got. Another one, came, well, basically argued about it all the way up till the Second World War came out and then that was how it put an end to it. And that is where daylight savings times come from. But, obviously, European Union have seen since. Uh, there's been uh, successful attempts to extend the duration of daylight saving times, most of which were influenced, once again, by business, but not farmers. Mm. So farmers are the only ones that, if it's light they can get up does not matter if it's four in the morning or nine in the morning to them does it because no. you've got a finite amount of daylight to do your jobs they need light but then again it doesn't really matter now eh? because as everybody drives down a country road and sees a tractor coming the other way <laughs> yeah. or we're still one what's plowing a field and it's coming at you
1: Aye.
0: The, the spotlights they have on there. Well, I've had them from uh, <laughs> the tractors.
1: I've had them in the middle of the country, obviously, because that's where usual most farmers yeah, are.
0: Yeah, yeah, where <laughs> the farms
1: are. Yeah, but with no, uh, of course, there's no street lights, and they're coming at you with absolutely no lights on at all. So they're thinking, oh, well, you know, there's a little bit of light there, we can see our way, we're not bothered, but they've got these great big forks sticking out the front, and yeah, I've, I've nearly come a cropper once or twice Yeah, done, <laughs> over think. the years.
0: Well, I generally don't. Come drive into the tractors. I g- generally drive up to the tractors and sit behind them for hours. Being <laughs> in my life, I swear when I retire, I'm going to buy a tractor. <laughs> I'm going to buy a tractor and I'm going to go and get a paper in rush hour so I can get everybody back.
1: <laughs> all be- them years. Yeah, for
0: all them years I've had to stay behind tractors. <laughs> ah, but never mind. Anyway, that was my uh, brief. Obviously, you can tell we don't research these things very much. We just. In my case, print off six sheets of paper, which I've used three words from. (laughs) So that's it. That's uh, the end of this vlog. Vlog? It's not even a vlog. It's a podcast. Podcast. End of our podcast for today. So it's a goodbye from me.
1: And a goodbye from me, Gary. Bye. Bye. Bye.